Hi, this is Eric Schlein. You're listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast. I wrote a book, and it is called Principles of Power. This is going to be a very short podcast. It's shamelessly just to plug and promote my book. And for those watching on YouTube, this is what it looks like. This is the proof paperback version. Not out yet, but it'll be out in a few weeks. But the Kindle version right now is out, and it is on sale uh, for Cyber Monday. Uh, some of you listening this to this uh, may only hear this on Tuesday morning. So it's going to be a Cyber Monday week of it on sale at a ridiculous price. Uh, I dropped the price down from $10 to $0.99, cents, so basically a buck. And for a dollar, you can get the Kindle book. Uh, I also want to thank everyone who's purchased the book so far. We peaked at number 32 for the category of uh, business, personal development. And uh, that wasn't the actual category. Let me tell you the actual category. We peaked at um, business leadership book. So we were peaked at number 32 for business leadership. And uh, that's that's what I'm doing. So uh, if you go on Amazon right now and just type my name in, Eric Schlein, or type in the title of the book, Principles of Power. Um, the full title is Principles of Power, The Art and Wisdom of Badassery. And it is a nice, thick, hefty book uh, for Kindle. It is a nice, long read. Um, the chapters are very, very short. Some of them are just one to two pages. And it is lots and lots of principles. This was a project I spent seven years writing. Very proud of it. Uh, so if you were so kind to support the podcast and to support me would be very grateful and honored it would mean the world to me if you could spend a dollar for seven years of life's work on this book um, and if you really don't like it you can return it and get your dollar back so anyway thank you so much um, I really appreciate all of you for listening to the show some of you have been loyal listeners literally for the last three years since we started and other news, we have 5,000 now loyal subscribers to the podcast and uh, over 225,000 individual unique downloads. So thank you so much. Uh, this is such a wonderful platform for me to share just the business side of things. There's actually more to come, uh, so stay tuned for the next few weeks. There's going to be some more big news. But in the meantime, please, please, please go buy the book. You can buy it on Kindle. Right now, Cyber Monday, but sale for the week. 90% off, just $0.99 cents for the entire book on Kindle. And if you really, really can't stand it, you can always return it. But so far, have had some wonderful reviews and many, many more calls and text messages. So thank you so much again. Um, I will actually read the intro to the book, actually on the podcast while we're doing this. So for those of you in the car or just listening... Uh, you're welcome to turn it off right now. You're welcome to turn it off and buy the book. You're welcome to just ignore this entire fucking thing and not buy the book. But for those interested, I am going to uh, read just the, not the intro, the foreword to the book. The foreword is by John King, who is the co-author of the New York Times bestseller, Tribal Leadership. You know, here's what he has to say about principles of power. Principles of Power can be related to as an advanced coaching handbook for leaders. If you are a leader, an aspiring leader, a coach, consultant, or program facilitator, this book is designed for you. I'm trying to do my best audible voice here. The material is well and thoughtfully organized. The book is written in plain, easy, easily accessible English, 
and delivered inside of a modern leadership context of service and contribution. The ideas are logically presented, although some may be personally challenging. If you can successfully set your existing belief structures to the side, you will experience a number of rich and useful insights. You might even find yourself saying the occasional aha, duh, and maybe even a few wows. It is useful to separate management from leadership for clarity in a conversation about either subject. Too often, management and leadership are conflated to the detriment of both. Let us distinguish management from leadership in order to point out that the two actually exist in different realms. Leadership is messy, filled with mistakes and corrections, and is an art form. Leadership is about effectiveness. On the other hand, management is neat and orderly. It has structure and rules. Management exists in time and everything is measured. Management is about efficiency. Leadership equals effectiveness. Management equals efficiency. There is a profound gulf between the two realms. The current management operating principle is, if it can't be measured, it doesn't exist. This is nonsense and unfortunately is widely taken as gospel. The sunk costs of this well-intended rubric from a past era are unhappy workers and any access to extraordinary results. People do not appreciate being related to as a quote, thing to be measured and are exquisitely sensitive to being commoditized to forward another's, the manager's, agenda. If you've ever experienced your reports, quote, digging in their heels and exhibiting passive resistance to the company program, especially strategic initiatives, then you know exactly what I'm pointing to. Culture eats strategy for breakfast, Peter Drucker. <coughs> and thus, quote, if it can't be measured, dot, 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 heuristic and other mistaken notions have served to justify agreed, egregious management practices masquerading as leadership. <coughs> Excuse me. Just think about it. Many things exist which cannot be measured. In fact, virtually everything qualitative that human beings prize, like the love of family, compassion for those less fortunate, art, ethics, morality, and cultural expression cannot be measured. However, they are vital to life and real in the face <coughs> Jesus, of the obviously incorrect platitude. Leaders today recognize that the human factor is critical to the success of any enterprise anywhere in the world. So, this book is not about that. It's about you and your leadership. Eric, that's me, features many partnerships and principles of power. His inclusion of useful quotes from Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, Warner Earhart, Nassim Taleb, Seth Godin, and many other leaders attest to the thinking and the research that went into the writing of this book. It is now undeniable that the understanding and implementation of powerful listening, authentic relationship, and a recognizable permission to lead are cardinal distinctions of effective leadership. The word cardinal has a Latin root that means hinge, like a hinge on a gate. So like a hinge, cardinal distinctions are connected to every nuance of leadership. You will see these distinctions in action in the background of Eric's many leadership conversations. Authentic Relation, authentic relationship, for example, is essential to the effectiveness and empowerment of the participants and the leader. If authentic relationship is missing, any outcome or result devolves to the result of domination or force and is not an outcome of effective leadership. Consider this. Leadership is granted by the permission of those being led. Take a moment and allow that to sink in. 
We are well launched into the 21st century, and we now live in a digital era. In the previous analog era, leader, leadership was commonly considered to be the exclusive preserve of a strong man. Archie Brown, Professor Emeritus at Oxford, and one of the strong leading voices on political leadership in his The Myth of the Strong Leader took this notion to task and pointed out that strong leader is an obsolete notion. Seth Godin also pointed out in his wonderful book Tribes that the old broadcast model was one in which the leader standing up front orders people around. It's like your TV broadcasting content to you with zero interest in your feedback. No more, says Godin. He points out correctly that in this age of the internet, we are all nodes waiting to be connected. The digital age leadership is a communication game we all get to play. This is the basis of what is called triads in the book Tribal Leadership. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Wayne Pollard uh, describes this phenomenon as a leader leading from your current position. Even the army gets this now, having spent the two past decades transforming to meet the leadership demands of the modern world. Here's the latest. The emerging leadership model is radically altering from analog to digital. The new model is widely distributed and self-managing. This model will usher in the blockchain era. It is here and it is the wave of the immediate future. So here's a clue. If you do not have permission to lead, you are not the leader, period. Whereas the authority of the manager can force output, no one will follow when the heart is not engaged. The leader is in a position to make a big difference for the group, but only if those with him or her grant permission to lead. It if the reader is paying close attention, Eric, me again, speaks to this in his chapter about vulnerability and surrender. This is also why another of the cardinal distinctions of leadership is listening. An overwhelming proportion of organizational failures are a result of the leader not listening to their constituency. Shining the workforce on and ignoring what they are really saying is fatal. Out of touch is how it is usually explained. But underneath that, it's really a case of not engaging and enrolling the permission of the followers. Permission is the key to taking people to the next level of accomplishment. No permission, no movement. Another clue. Leadership is about effectiveness and existence space. The job of the manager is to drive the result or outcome regardless of the human cost. Management is a quote, no matter what environment. And managers tend to relate to the worker as a quote, cog in a machine. This is the source of ineffectiveness, low output, and employee turnover. Ask any HR director. When people quit a job, they've actually quit the manager. The job of the leader is that of an environmentalist, providing the space for people to collaborate, flourish, and create. And these two different activities, management and leadership, are often commingled, especially in business schools and in the workplace. They are distinct and operate under different rules and measures. It's like checkers and chess. Same board game, same game board, but different games with different rules and outcomes. Disentangling and distinguishing the two arenas of activity grants power to both managers and leaders. So, the fundamental exercise of listening for people's greatness is in the background of every sentence in this book, and there is much more. Principles of Power is strongly influenced by the transformational work of Werner Earhart, and much of the author's thinking is also grounded in the classic distinctions of tribal leadership and the thinking of Warren Buffett and his partner Charlie Munger. Those, plus Eric's own extensive practical experience, renders principle of power, principles of power to be an extremely useful go-to resource filled with useful, implementable information sprinkled liberally with memorable quotations from intelligent, diverse sources, all apt and worth adding to your leadership lexicon. All learning is a function of surprise. 
Allow yourself to be surprised and take what you get. Enjoy by John King, co-author of Tribal Leadership. So with that, my friends, please, 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 I invite you to uh, purchase Principles of Power now on Amazon and on Kindle for this week and this week only, 99 cents, which is literally 90% off the uh, $10 price tag. Uh, Thank you again for the support. This is Eric Schlein, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Take care.